So welcome back to Renting an Apartment in New York City. My name is Rodolfo Delgado. Now, where should you stay while looking for an apartment in New York City? If you're looking for a price-sensitive option, my first recommendation is to reach out to somebody that you know that's living in the city and may be able to offer you a couch to crash on for a few days. In return, you can offer to buy them groceries or give them appreciation present like an Amazon gift card. I know this is not an option for everyone, but if you know anybody that's living in the city, this option can save you money and help you by giving you an idea about the neighborhood you're about to stay in temporarily and by allowing you to ask that person who, you know, may be a local or maybe have more experience than you in terms of knowing the city, what works best and which areas do they think might be a good fit for somebody in your position. Now, Airbnb is a little bit of a complex topic because it varies depending on location. Keep in mind that the laws and restrictions for this type of service are fairly recent and are constantly changing. So, the opinions I give in this podcast are just that. My opinions. They're based on recent and real stories that I've heard and my experience in real estate. But I strongly encourage you to do your own research if you're considering this option. Airbnb is a great company and offers great solutions, but they're not for everyone. To my knowledge, for the Airbnb experience to be pleasant and legal, the person who is leasing you that space has to be residing in it as well. For example, somebody living in a two-bedroom apartment may have an extra bed and lease it, you know, for at least 30 days via Airbnb, and that would be okay. However, I've heard many stories in which people get in trouble or find themselves in a very difficult and awkward position. One example that I recently heard is from somebody who leased a space without the owner or legal tenant living there while they were there, and the superintendent of the building knocked on their door shortly after they arrived and vocalized that what they were doing is illegal, so they needed to step out of the premises immediately. Now, they hadn't booked a hotel and found themselves in a very tough position because at this point, any hotel you book last minute is going to be way, way more expensive. And now they have lost the opportunity to conduct a timely research of what their options were. You see, oftentimes cheaper options end up being more costly. If you're planning to go ahead with this option, all you need to do is ask the apartment's representative about any implications or risks associated with it. It may be a great option for you, you just need to plan in advance. If you're looking to stay in a hotel, try to avoid touristy areas like staying near or in Times Square, Fifth Avenue maybe, or any other major locations that attract tourists. Naturally, hotels located in such areas will tend to be way more expensive. So, if you already suspect of any neighborhoods in which you would like to live, you may also want to consider looking for a hotel there so that you can experience those areas at day and at night. Okay, so you're here, you're in the city, you've arrived and you're ready to start looking for an apartment. A question that I get asked very often is, who or what is a broker and why would I need one? So that's the question that we'll focus on on the next episode. Until then, 